0: Um, welcome to Welcome to Humans. My name is Matt Phelan and I'm here with my amazing guest.
1: Louisa Powell.
0: Hi Louisa, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Um, Louisa, um, I've tasked you, so we're recording what we call happiness shorts um, for the happiness book that I'm writing um, and I've given you the hardest subject to discuss, I believe, in the whole list of stuff um, <laughs> which is happiness in the boardroom. Um, but before we start, um, I would love um, to just ask you a very personal question, which is, what makes you happy, Louisa?
1: Well, I, um, loads of things. I'm generally a pretty happy person. So um, I guess number one is good relationships, uh, my family and my friends um, and my work friends and clients. Um, I love hugs, and I'm really missing them in lockdown. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I love the outdoors, walks and seaside, and um, I love doing work that has meaning for me. I, I love what I'm doing now. I uh, love learning new things. I'm so happy when I, last year I learned to powerboat, and this year I learned to cycle into town for the first time,
0: which made me very happy. Oh brilliant Louisa and because I'm a rubbish podcast host I forgot to actually intro you as well which I'm going to do now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I'm just going to read out um, I'm just going to read out your description on LinkedIn. So helping agency owners have it all a healthy business life a healthy business and a healthy life um, and you're a founder of Otherboard but you uh, also had a, another business before that. Um, I'm aware of a lot of your work and I'm very impressed um, With what you do and and learn a lot from you but I think it'd be great if you could just introduce your work and, and what you do in your own words please Louisa.
1: Thanks Matt I um so now I am an experienced um coach um and mentor and I run programs for individuals and for groups and um it all started really from running my first business um, and drawing on that experience of founding, running and selling an ad agency while I was having four children and it all nearly killing me. Um, and I really wanted to help other, other business owners have a different journey. And um, so that's where I am now.
0: Louise, it's not a, this isn't a planned question, um, but one of the, the, the subjects... That comes up in the entrepreneurial groups specifically entrepreneurial mums is around that question of can you have it all can you be a mum can you be a successful entrepreneur um considering your achievements and, and your children and everything what 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 do you think do you think that's just a rubbish question or do you think it's an important thing to talk about
1: i think it's important to talk about i think there's often a lot of guilt and stress associated around that and I think it's really about working out in your business life and your home life where only you can do whatever it is. So working out what value you really bring. So what thing with your children can you really not miss? And what can you let someone else do? What in your yeah. business only you can do? And once you work that out, it, it, it sort all of slots into place. Yeah. I didn't
0: do that, by the way, the first time round. <laughs> <laughs> but you're helping people do that now. Yes. OK, so we've got some questions. Um, and also, just out of interest, you know, you said how important your own happiness relationships are. On some of the other podcasts, people have talked about toxic relationships in a boardroom. Mm. Um, and this wasn't a pre-planned question. Um, But I was just talking to Raj around um, our work in India. Um, And he was talking about the importance of being in a boardroom where there's not toxic relationships. And that's why he does what he does now. In in your work, have you come across toxic relationships in the boardroom?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Um, And I was talking to a CEO recently who's been on lots of boards um, and he said they're almost sort of Darwinian places, if you don't like it you just leave um, and there, there isn't I, I think, yes, I, I think there is toxic relationships and I think often they don't get dealt with, people just either leave or, or get very, very unhappy
0: Does it feed do you, a toxic relationship feeds down into the culture, do you think a toxic relationship in the boardroom could feed down into the culture of a company.
1: I don't think it could. I think it will absolutely. I mean, people always say, um, you know, the the it's invaluable to have, you know, the top people you know, sending the right messages. Happy, you know, they sh- they they have to be happy um, and fulfilled in themselves because they're modelling it for the rest of the company, and it's no point. I mean, companies now are great because they are starting to measure their their engagement, the happiness of their staff, and maybe even their management team. Um, yeah. But they're not mod- if they're not modelling it. What does that look like to the rest of the company? Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. No. Thank you. And one other piece of context that um, I wanted to just talk about, uh, which is one of the things that we talk we use like neuroscience at the Happiness Index and data. And artificial intelligence and one of the mm-hmm. things that the body scans have shown is that your heart emits an electromagnetic field that can be scanned outside of the body I can't yes. remember the exact the exact length outside the body but about a
1: meter or so I think at least
0: yeah at least someone that's sitting next to you in mm-hmm. a meeting um pre pre socially distanced world <laughs> um, I know you've You've done some work into the, to the heart and it's something you're passionate about. Um, is there anything that you'd like to touch on, on on that subject when it comes to heart and happiness and, and that type of stuff?
1: Well, we've all, we all know that if you walk into a meeting, you can feel the atmosphere and it can just be down to one person. One person can just bring the whole thing down or can have everybody's tails wagging. So we've all actually felt that. And the physiology behind it's quite simple. If you're feeling pleasant emotions, um, your hormonal balance will be, um, you you will have hormonal balance. Your heart rhythm is in coherence. And that means that you'll have mental clarity, which means you can make better decisions. You can be calmer. Um, And the opposite of that is, is when you're out of balance, you you have cognitive shutdown and you you don't work very well and so it's it's fairly simple really and it's very easy to change just yeah
0: pace. and and you say it's easy to change uh do you have yeah. any advice on that
1: <laughs> well it does take practice like everything um and there are you know there are lots of simple things we can do with 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 just breathing i I've, I spoke to um, a CEO uh, recently. She told quite an interesting story. She joined this company as CEO and it was an incredibly dysfunctional team. And she was quite worried about it. So she decided to, she went in before any meeting um, for three months. She went in early to the office. She meditated love for this group of people for half an hour before her meetings and after three months it changed so I don't know if it was because she changed and because she felt that love towards them they she never said anything to them she never told them that she did this wow. she just did it um, and changed the whole relationships in that team
0: that's unbelievable and I think that that fits in to my next question which is is happiness important in the business world? Because I think that that the story you just shared I think will surprise a lot of people.
1: Yes, I mean there's so much stress, and in health, isn't there, um, in the business world due to people not being happy at work? And you do wonder what you know where you know whether that just comes from the top. Um, I kind of don't really know about even using the term business world, because really there's only the world, isn't there? There's only us as humans in life, um, which is why I don't like talking about work-life balance, because there's only life. And I think there's a sort of narrative that you behave differently in business. People use the phrase, it's just business. And they mean something mean and horrible, don't they? They mean I'm about to shaft you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that somehow at work, we have to put on a face, a brave face, yeah. a smiley face, even if we are unhappy. And that causes stress that becomes yeah. ill health. I've I've been there myself. Um, and so it's incredibly important because it has such a destructive effect. I mean, so many leaders suffering burnout and they wait until they're ill to do something about it. Um, yeah. And that's really sad because it destroys relationships and it can destroy businesses.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, I mean, as we record this, the Black Lives Matter movement is, is huge. Um, and we've been doing a lot with Shireen Daniels, um, who's a black HR director. Um, and she was talking about um, being black in a UK business and not being able to be yourself um and and how extreme it is in that example so there's there's very serious through to very light versions of that isn't there
1: i think people don't necessarily understand the difference between healthy stress which is great and can improve performance and the sort of diminishing returns of that where you can tip into unhealthiness and i think if if leaders don't recognise that in themselves, they're probably not even going to recognise it in their staff either.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that self-awareness is huge, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Um, so, Louise, on to the next question. We talked about it in a business world. I think you were right, exactly what you sell, which is, said, which is only one life. Um, is happiness in the boardroom important?
1: <laughs> well, I've been I've been talking to a few people about this recently, and um, I had some very interesting feedback. I oh. I asked one CEO. Um, I said, "Do you think about happiness? You know, even on your agenda, or even the happiness of your board?" And she said, "Well, she just said, blimey, that would be radical.'" <laughs> um, <laughs> and another guy who's who's been on, um, who's been actually on eleven boards, most of them public companies. Um, and he thought it was very interesting because he thinks that companies are needing to adapt and change the way they work. And, and boards are thinking about their staff engagement and happiness and measuring it. And, but they're not turning that on themselves at all. Um, they, he talked about, well, he talked about sort of well being, and he said, well, if you had a really thoughtful chairman They might ask you out for dinner once a year and ask you how you're doing
0: Um,
1: or um, the board might have. And, you know, I've seen this many times that people will have an away day and that's how they come together as a board. And, you know, where there's time for social and chat and see how you're doing. But even on those things, I feel there's a sort of pressure to perform and to be you know, to put on your pretend face. Yeah. Um
0: why do you think and, that
1: is? well I think there is this sense that we, we in in the past and that we 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 should act differently at at work and in and we're in a board meeting. I spoke to one guy and he said well yes well that's a sort of soft thing isn't it but a board <laughs> meeting is business like Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was so interesting.
0: Yeah. That
1: he's that people think they need to be different because they're in a board meeting.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Um, so, do you think that should change? So, I suppose two questions: Do you think that will change, and do you think it should change?
1: I think. It absolutely should change because I think that um, I think it will change because of what this guy was saying. The need to adapt and change the way of working means that boards will have to look at themselves. Will have to if you know, if they're looking at the happiness of their management team down to every level of the business, and they're not looking themselves, they're not going to create purpose, engagement all the things that companies are, are now really looking at, which is great, but how can they do that? It won't work unless they do it for themselves as well. Um, I,
0: I think one of the areas that's missing at the moment, Louisa, um, I, I had Henry Stewart on this par- podcast as well discussing employee happiness. Mm. The, the evidence and research that happy companies perform better is there and crystal clear on a macro scale, um, but not um, on a company company basis enough of it um, for boards to see, and it, and it's simply because they're not in many cases not measuring it. Um, so there's so many studies out there on a macro level that show it. Um, I just think there's not enough data shared. It's not it's not in board reports. It's not in the like. It's it's not discussed on the news, is it? Like right, this company's got unhappy employees, so we think it might impact the share price, which the research yeah. says it does. And there's, um, no,
1: there's no best practice out there, I don't think, for people to share, is there? And I think yeah. it, it absolutely just isn't in the culture of boardrooms. Boardrooms yeah. are serious places where we have, well, okay, we have some soft things on there, we'll talk about HR, but we're talking about other people. They're never shining a light on themselves and they don't yeah. even, often don't you know i've noticed that um business leaders often don't spend time or money on their own self-development i mean you know the good ones will have coaches but it's it's more on it, it's changing in this country i think in in america it's becoming more important yeah or more common
0: what well, the my the biggest the weirdest thing is like when you go to america it's it's harder for us to explain what we do um and it it varies all around the world um but what's really funny is you get used to explaining why we do what we do but when you go to denmark um and explain what we do people just look at you like why are you explaining that bit it's like (laughs) it's like explaining to it would be like trying to explain to a tree that oxygen is is part of how it all works Mm. um and the tree would just be looking at you just Flapping in the wind, that's kind of like what you get because they just it's just natural. they just get it there. I just I, I find that fascinating that we're all, we're all at different levels of this, aren't we?
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you um, yeah, I'm very interested in sort of burnout, which is the sort of extreme opposite of you know yeah. a happy a happy CEO. Um, yeah. And if you sort of Google CEO burnout, you know there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of articles about it. And somehow yeah. we always seem surprised. Well, they seem so confident, so successful, so happy, so wealthy, you know. And um, so I think they're, I think we are changing. I think people are more willing to look inside themselves. They just haven't made the connection between
0: taking that into the boardroom. Yeah. And I do, I do think there's a lot of that wrapped up in... Um, percentage of male female CEOs toxic masculinity that kind of stuff like not feeling like it's a weakness to 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 say you're having a tough time which ends you up in a downward spiral type type thing
1: yeah and I think um happiness on the, the in the boardroom doesn't mean everyone has to come in you know being really super positive all the time it is about positive relationships and um engagement and meaning which is all the things that companies care about
0: yeah um, so louisa we're in the last two minutes I, I wish we had like two hours to go for this but um or on to the last question so um we've got a, a ceo they're listening to this podcast right now and they're thinking oh, do you know what i totally get everything that you're saying there Louisa." Um, I understand it, um, but I want to explain to the rest of my board why it's important. Um, Have you got any advice for them?
1: Well, my advice would be not to try and explain it to them, would be just to start um, role modelling it. So I've I've got three things that I think they could do really simply today. They could just ask themselves the question, what signals am I sending out? They could at the beginning of every agenda, which I do if I'm in any board meeting, um, is always have what successes have we had since last time. It sets the agenda. It sets a positive agenda. Um, It's just a way of saying this is a positive place. And at the end of each meeting, I would suggest that they have five minutes of silent reflection, which actually sounds quite radical when you suggest it. But amazing sharing comes out. I saw it. it, it's something they do in Japan and I've started trying it and it's
0: incredible. I love that. Can you just recap those three again, please, Louisa? They're they're, they're so big, I just want to hear them again.
1: So just to ask yourself, what what signals am I sending out um, to this board, to my company, to start all meetings with success what successes have we had since we last met to set the tone positive tone and at the end of a meeting to have five minutes of silent
0: reflection yeah well louisa um you've got one convert i'm going to message that to our board on whatsapp now that we should do that at the next board meeting and i'll let you know how it goes (laughs) Um, but but louisa i just want to say thank you so much um i just i've learned so much from this um and I really appreciate you uh, taking time out to, sh- to share this with us. Thanks, Matt. It's lovely to talk to you. Thanks, Louisa. Chat soon. Bye.